everyone, Sean McCaffrey here again with another weekly wrap-up, and this was a great week of sports. A lot of fun, a lot to talk about, so jumping in to the MLB, we have our World Series champion, the Rangers versus the Diamondbacks, that was a World Series matchup, and in five games, the Texas Rangers took down the Arizona Diamondbacks 4-1, to one. not the most competitive series in the world. A lot of the wins for the Rangers were blowouts, even though one win for the Diamondbacks was a blowout. But nonetheless, really impressive for the Diamondbacks to get there. They won 84 games in the regular season, so nobody expected them to do anything in the playoffs. But for them to make it to the World Series, very, very impressive. And now the Rangers, for them to win the World Series, their first win in franchise history, first World Series win in franchise history. Really great for them as an organization, great for the fan base, of course. And Corey Seager is their MVP of the World Series. He had a great season, had a great playoffs, and he gets rewarded with a World Series MVP and, of course, the title itself. So that's how the MLB season wraps up. The Texas Rangers are our World Series champion. Now, moving on to NCAA football, a whole lot going on there. I'll mention one game, but really the talk of the NCAA football world is a little bit of a scandal. So The one game I'm going to talk about, Washington versus USC. Reason I'm bringing it up, Caleb Williams, quarterback for USC. Michael Penix, quarterback for Washington. Two of the most talked about quarterbacks in the country because of not only the way they play, obviously, at the college level, but because they are expected to be first-round draft picks in next year's NFL draft. Caleb Williams expected to be the number one pick. Michael Penix expected to be potentially a top 10 pick. Washington beats USC 52-42. to Big win for Washington. They're the fifth-ranked team in the country, and USC now is really in the middle of a pretty tough season. They have a couple losses here, but it's not expected to affect anything with Caleb Williams' draft stock. So interesting there, but a little bit of a shootout, of course, in that game. But the main storyline coming out of the NCAA world is a sign-stealing scandal that's going on with the University of Michigan. Head coach Jim Harbaugh over there is under a heck of a lot of scrutiny right now. What's going? It's a bit of a tricky scandal to talk about, but what's going on there is that a lot of coaches and there's somebody that's come out and they're basically saying that there's some uh, very sketchy things coming from the University of Michigan with a science dealing scandal saying that some rules are being broken, but what makes this thing tricky is figuring out your opponent's science. It's not against the rules. There's nothing illegal about that, but having people in person scouting opponents is... And that's potentially what's going on there with Michigan, but a whole lot going on. An article is going to be linked in the YouTube description uh, that's going to do a much better job describing it than I just did right there because there's a whole lot of details I left out and it's definitely a little bit of a tricky situation there. But it will be very interesting to see how that gets figured out if John Harbaugh, the University of Michigan, has to face any repercussions for it. But... Moving on to the NFL, NFL Week 9 was probably the most fun week in the NFL we've seen. Now we're going into the second half of the season, so we're really finding out who's the contenders, who's the pretenders, who's going to be in that playoff race, and so a whole lot happened. A lot of really big games, a lot of really fun games. I'm going to start off talking about the Chiefs and the Dolphins. Game took place in Frankfurt, Germany, the very first game the NFL has played in Frankfurt, Germany. Kind of a funny thing, Mike McDaniel, head coach, for the Dolphins, walked into his opening press conference in Germany, cracked the joke, room was dead silent, so clearly the sense of humor in Germany a little bit different than it is in the United States. Again, put a clip to that in the uh, in the description in the YouTube bio, but kind of a funny moment there. But onto the game, Chiefs versus Dolphins, 
the Chiefs win the game 21-14 against the Miami Dolphins. And the main storyline coming out of this isn't even the fact that the Chiefs won. It's about the fact that the Dolphins can't seem to beat teams that have winning records. They're 6-3, and three, but all six of their wins have come against pretty bad teams, and all three of their losses have come against teams with losing records. So that does not indicate that the team will have success, of course, in the playoffs, but even down the stretch going against better and better teams. So a big concern there for the Miami Dolphins. And another little storyline too, Tyreek Hill. Wide receiver for the Dolphins. He began his career with the Chiefs. So a little bit of a messy ending to his career with the Chiefs. And this was kind of his revenge game. But the Chiefs, they get the last laugh as they win that game 21-14. So moving on to another big game. Bengals versus Bills. Bengals win the game 24-18. I don't know what it is about the Cincinnati Bengals. But for some reason, they start every season super slow. Ton of question marks. And then somehow turn it around completely. And they've now won four straight games. They've won this game against the Bills, of course, one of the better teams in the NFL. And then they beat the 49ers last week. And the Bengals sit comfortably at 5-3 and three right now in the AFC. Bills, they dropped to 5-4, and four, so a little bit concerning for them. But again, one of the most interesting storylines every year is that the Bengals start off super slow and then somehow turn it around the way they do. And again, with the Bills, a little bit of concern there. But again, they're still one of the best teams in the NFL. And they should be able to figure this thing out. Now... Probably coming into the week, one of the most talked about games, Eagles-Cowboys, is one of the biggest rivalries in the NFL, and the Eagles win the game 28-23. to Both quarterbacks did a spectacular job. Jalen Hurst played great. Dak Prescott turned a lot of heads. He had a great game himself, but the Eagles were able to beat him out by five points there in that game. And then another one. A lot of people expected this to be a pretty good game. Ravens versus Seahawks, two teams that are definitely competitive. Seahawks competitive in the AFC, Ravens competitive in the AFC, and it was a complete blowout. <laughs> the Ravens win 37-3, to game wasn't even close, and the Ravens now have blown out two pretty good NFC teams. They blow out the Seahawks, and then they blew out the Lions a couple weeks ago. So it is impressive to see what the Ravens can do, and they're definitely cementing themselves as one of the best teams in the AFC and the NFL altogether. But these were expected, obviously those were great games, but the most talked about games were number one, Raiders versus Giants. reason this game was talked about so much was because in the middle of last week, the Raiders fired their head coach, Mike McDaniels, and kind of cleaned house over there. They benched their starting quarterback, so a lot of talk about, fired their GM as well, so a lot of talk, a lot of discussion about the Raiders this past week, and then they bring in, or they... They have their interim head coach, Antonio Pierce. They bring him in to be the head coach. And they go out there and beat the Giants 30-6 to in their first game without Josh McDaniels, their former head coach. So obviously a big storyline there. But the two most talked about games was number one, the Texans versus the Buccaneers. The Texans win that game 39-37. to The game was a complete shootout, back and forth offense. And the number one storyline coming out of that is C.J. Stroud is a heck of a football player. He's a rookie, so still very young. He was a number two overall pick in last year's draft. He went out there on Sunday, threw for 470 yards and five touchdowns. That is a historic performance for a rookie. Really, really impressive. And the game itself altogether was a lot of fun. One of the other funny things that kind of happened in that game, one of the impressive things that happened in that game, was the Texans kicker, Kimi Fairbairn, was injured earlier in the game, so they had to rely on a running back who's been a journeyman around the league, obviously not kicking at the NFL level. 
to come into the game and kick a go-ahead field goal in the fourth quarter. Of course, he hit it, so really a fun thing there. And another thing I'll put a clip to in the description. Now, moving on to the most talked about game of this week. It was the Vikings versus the Falcons. And the reason this game was so talked about is because Josh Dobbs, the quarterback for the Vikings, joined the team just a couple days before entering the game for the Vikings. He previously, for the rest for up until last week, played for the Arizona Cardinals, was traded to the Vikings, wasn't expected to play on Sunday, but the Vikings backup quarterback, which Kirk Cousins went down last week. Kirk Cousins is their starter. Kirk Cousins go down, goes down. Then this week, they're playing their backup, of course. He goes down with a concussion after the first drive, and so Josh Dobbs is forced into action. He barely knows anybody's name there. You can see him on the sideline figuring out the cadence for when they're going to snap the football uh, with his offensive line, with his center in particular, and barely knows the plays, anything like that, comes in, and they win the football game against the Falcons. Josh Dobbs, a really, really cool story. He's been on five different teams in the last year alone. He's the definition of a journeyman quarterback. But for him to go out there and get the win, of course, incredibly, incredibly impressive. And one of the coolest things kind of was post-game in the locker room. Josh Dobbs hadn't entered the locker room yet. Head coach for the Vikings, Kevin O'Connell, is say, let's give him a big cheer when he walks in. And then in that moment, he walks in. Whole locker room goes crazy. A very, very cool scene right there. And a very cool win and one of the best things to come out of the NFL season this year. Now, looking ahead to my predictions, Cincinnati Bengals, I think they're going to continue their winning ways for whatever reason. They get off to the slow start, but now they're in the win column. They've beaten some good teams, and I don't see any reason why they aren't going to go into the playoffs as one of the best teams in the AFC. And my other prediction, one game I didn't talk about, it was a Thursday night game. It was Steelers versus Titans. The Titans quarterback, Will Levis, he's a rookie. In his two games that he started so far, he's looked very, very good. And I think he's going to continue to have success. I think he's going to have some trouble with consistency as any rookie quarterback does. But I do think he is going to be a good quarterback for them. And finally, bet of the week. Chargers versus Lions coming up next week. And my pick is for the Chargers plus one and a half. For once, I'm going against the public here. Only 12% of picks are on the Chargers plus one and a half. But I like what they can do. Chargers got to win this past week. Lions, obviously, they're very, very good. But I do think the Chargers can get a win there or at least have it be very close. (laughs) So obviously, as always, let me know what you guys think in the comments. But this was Sean McCaffrey with the weekly wrap-up. Hope you guys enjoyed.